Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today, I am joined by Nova, and we're going to be talking about Black Beauty, the 1994 version. The actual 1994. <laughs> I'm so upset. Okay, listeners, I went on Amazon, and like a fool, trusted Amazon, which is a thing you should never do. Accurate. Um, yeah, and so I'm watching the 94 version what I thought was the 94 version. It is tagged the 94 version. I don't know any actors or actresses' names. I don't know anything about anything. So I, you know, looked at the cast list and it matched IMDb. So I was like, cool. And it was on Amazon Prime Video. So I was like, excellent. I don't have to pay for this. So I'm watching this. And, you know, I should have known something was wrong because you were like, it's such a good representation. It's the best. You said it was the best representation of the book Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god all of the other ones must be so bad for this to be the best representation of the book so what actually happened is apparently i watched the 1970s version and keep in mind by the time we figured out that i was watching a different version i was over an hour into this movie that's an hour and 40 minutes I was dying laughing. I'm sorry. (laughs) In this movie, not only does Black Beauty not talk or have any narration, which was very upsetting. Yeah. But also, none of the characters are the same. None of the plot lines the same. So there is the, um, there's like a boy and his dad. So it's Joe, but his last name is something else. It's not Green. It's Joe something. I don't remember. It starts with an M. Um, but this kid and his dad like own a farm and this Black Beauty is supposed to be his horse, okay? And so basically when this guy dies that like owns the land for the farm, uh, his son takes over. His son's like a drunk and just like he's a, he's squire gordon he's the new squire gordon his name is samuel sam and he's like an alcoholic and he's basically supposed to be a mix of like 15 different people so he like is super abusive black beauty kills him because after the (laughs) like he becomes um the he also becomes reuben smith like the sam gordon is also reuben smith and also all of the terrible owners mixed together so Black Beauty like gets taken by Squire Gordon when uh, Joe is sent, like when the farm is purchased um, and ki- they're kicked off their farm. So Joe's freaking out because like he was like promised this horse. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna like give the whole plot of this movie because I need to talk about it for a second before we jump into the way better movie. Okay. And I just, I, I love seeing your reaction. The listeners are not getting the experience that I'm getting, but we'll talk about it after I tell you all the plots. Okay. So then after, you know, we get the Reuben Smith moment of being flung out of this carriage. Um, then he gets found by like a traveling group, which I like, they're just like traveling in carts. Okay. And like two, there's like a turf war situation of these two cart traveling people. So like, he's like, I'm going to be King and I challenge you to a race. And like, keep in mind, this man found this horse next to a dead body, does not report the dead body, steals the horse 
And then like, he's like, I'm going to challenge you. So he's like, the guy's like, you're going to challenge me. I'm the king. And then tries to set up a bunch of traps to like knock Black Beauty out. Um, But the other guy wins. Then a brawl happens. Black Beauty leaves. He is found just wandering by like a merchant guy. The merchant guy's like, oh, look, this horse is totally ours now. Ha ha ha. We just, he's ours. Don't you remember how we forgot him? Yeah, we found him again. He's ours. Okay. And then steals him again. But then it's like, sees that there's like this obviously identifying mark on the white. And he goes, we'll just paint him black. It's fine. Just We'll paint it black and sell him. So then he gets purchased by a circus. Okay. And then they're like, why is this horse so cheap? And then like the guy, the guy who owns the circus, who purchased it for his daughter, um, realizes, oh, it's because he's definitely stolen because he has this white mark. So they decide to cover him up until they get out of the city. They make it to their next place, this the circus. And then, so <laughs> they make it to the next place. And the girl from the circus gets kidnapped by a rival circus. Black Beauty then commits murder to get them <laughs> out of this kidnapping situation. And then the dad sells him again. Because he's like, I can't have a murdery horse here. So we're going to sell him. And she's like, the horse just saved my life. What are you talking about? And he goes, well, he did kill someone. So. And then sells him. <laughs> and then by that point, when I texted you, um, he became a circus horse. That is the point we realized I was watching a different movie. I was a little sus when you were talking about Sam. But I was like, maybe I just missed them saying Gordon's, Squire Gordon's name. Yeah. Because I was like, I never really paid attention to that part because he's always just square gordon yeah i was like okay maybe his name is sam like it sounds weird but whatever and then you're like wait he becomes a circus horse and i immediately went what the hell is she watching (laughs) this is not it yeah (laughs) so i was like um you need to send me pics now yeah (laughs) so i was like this is not correct i knew it i was like oh god (laughs) yeah so um it's just fully tagged wrong on um, Amazon. I don't know why. And then I looked at the reviews because I was like, surely, surely other people have had this problem. And some some of the reviews were like, yeah, when I downloaded it, it was randomly the 70s version, which is how I found out it was the 70s version. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't know anything about it. All I'll tell you is it is not even remotely like the book at all. <laughs> Yeah. No. A lot of them are either like that. They take a lot of like, here's a black horse and we're naming it Black Beauty. I will name some of the characters the same, mm-hmm. but that's about it. But you get a lot of horse girl translations yeah, this is horse of it. Boy. Um, where it is like Black Beauty is this like abused horse, and he meets a special girl, and they save things together. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I am. I grew up in Horse Girl. I know the type. Most of them I don't really care about. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's uh, it's a thing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but would you do it to a story that is about animal abuse? Yeah. I'm like, okay, we just changed the names and it's a completely different story you have now. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even having this. It's not even the same anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Just change the horse's name, change people's name, and have your own story at this point. Yeah, for sure. I don't understand why that all happened. No. Uh, That's why, like, the 94 is, like, the best. Yeah, it stressed me better (laughs) when I was watching the actual one. Because I was, like, really mad because I found myself not even caring that it was Black Beauty because Black Beauty mm-hmm. had no narration and seems like a background character. Like, it seemed like it was more of a timepiece about, like, the lives of poor people, really, more than anything else. Yeah. So, I It sounded, by what you just described, it was more people-centered than yeah. Black Beauty-centered. Which is not the point of Black Beauty, so I don't even know why they made that choice. It was a terrible movie, so just, like, don't watch the <laughs> 70s one. Like, it was fine as a movie, but it wasn't good as a Black Beauty adaptation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen... I haven't seen all of the adaptations, because it's like, every time you turn around, they're coming out with, like, a new one. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a lot of them. Yeah. And it's like... Okay. What are you doing here? Yeah. I at least like when they do ones like there was one I watched when I was younger. It was like called American Black Beauty. And so it was a very different story kind of based on it. Mm-hmm. But it was very clear from the get go. This is not the same Black Beauty. It's just like. Yeah. Taking inspiration from and I was like, OK, if you're going to like advertise it to me like that, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But if you're yeah. like, no, this is Black Beauty. And then it's like. No, you're not even close. <laughs> like, Especially when they're like based on the novel by, and you're like, um. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, or nah. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So. It'll be fun when we get to the other one. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm like, should we do a roast on the roast? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, Yeah. So let's get into the actual 94 yes. version. Yes. Immediately excited that they actually did narration for Beauty. And mm-hmm. like, I don't care that there wasn't like talking points for all the other horses because I think they did enough to not yeah. make it cringy, I guess. Yeah. And you get enough of like, um, you kind of see like Mary Legs being a little chaos pony. Like, where he's the best pony to the girls, and then the boy, he's like, mm, or not. Nah. Yeah. And then Beauty kind of talks about how great of a little pony he is, and then talks a little bit about Ginger. So while you don't get there, them narrating their own story, you still get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Quick point on Ginger. It made it seem like they were trying to convey that, like, Black Beauty and Ginger were in love, which was an interesting <laughs> choice. I was like, um, okay. Because he's like, I was dreaming about what could have been, and I was expecting to see a tiny little baby pony in right. the memory, like his like fascination with the two of them. Like, yeah, I I did think it was cute. Like, it wasn't something I was like, oh my god, why'd you do this? It was, but cute, it was definitely yeah. funny at the same time. <laughs> How obsessed he was over. He was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he's got yeah. the little crush, and she's like, "Excuse me, go away, thank you." It's just like, nice try, but like, gross. 
I know. It was funny. Because, like, you also don't get Ginger's, like, commentary at all. You just have to, like, assume it based on what, like, how she moves and stuff. Yeah. I was shocked they showed, like, an actual birth on camera. I know. I was, like, the first time I watched it, I was, like, is this real? Yeah, right? (laughs) And I'm, like, I think I watched it with my parents. And they were, like, yep, that's, that's how it's done. I was, like, oh, cool. Because I've seen foals, like, right after birth, mm-hmm. but not, like, the process. Yeah. the, um, stable I rode at, um, they had a couple foals. Neither of them made it. But, like, I got to see them when they were, like, really little, like, oh. a couple days old. Yeah. So cute. But, yeah. One didn't make it from birth. I think it was, like, stillborn or died, like, right after. Oh. And the next one, when the um, umbilical cord came off, mm-hmm. it, like, didn't scar over. So she was just, like, oh. bleeding. That's yeah. Sad. It was really sad. I was not prepared for just how janky Black Beauty's scarred knees would look. I did not think, like, I kind of forget how horses scar, because I haven't really seen it much. Mm-hmm. But it's, that, it's prominent. It is very prominent. Oh, yeah. You see that a lot with, like, I'm going to say livestock, like, cattle, horses, and stuff. Mm-hmm. They get, like, these big, gummy scars, mm-hmm. especially on their legs. Mm-hmm. So, still, though, we don't need these kind of knees at our stables. Oh, I know. Your guy so, harmed the horse. Come on, my guy. Yeah. Your fault. Oh, my God. Right? They really played up that lady being all about fashion. And, like, I thought that was really well done. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great because, like, they're trying to control the two horses. And she's like, uh, hello, I need to get to my party. They're freaking out. Everyone's trying to get Ginger under control. Beauty's in pain. Yeah. And she's like, time's ticking. Let's go. And then he stomped on that guy's foot. It was very good stand still stomp that let me tell you that hurts i yeah it looked like it hurt i can only like i had a friend who had a rottweiler and that dog whenever it's standing on your foot you're like tearing up a little bit because its paws are heavy so i can only imagine a horse that's like 15 times the size i'd be crying in the club he'd be about probably 1200 pounds ish it's like a car rolling over your foot Oh yeah, it. Let me. The amount of times I have had <laughs> black toes <laughs> from getting stepped on. Yeah, you get very used to where their feet go and how they move. Mm-hmm. Like it happened more when I was younger versus. Mm-hmm. But I remember one time there was one horse. He didn't move worth a darn. Like if he is standing, he was standing, and he stepped mm-hmm. on my foot. I was just a little tiny. I was like seven. I'm pushing him. And they're like, push him off. And I'm like, my entire body weight is on this horse. When he moves, I'm going with him. He would not move. <laughs> oh, my, my foot was feeling that one for sure. I'd be wearing steel toe boots. A lot of lesson horses are good too, because obviously they're around kids. If mm-hmm. they feel that they're stepping on something, they'll step off. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of that of... They'd be like, oop, that's not what I'm supposed to step on. They'd shift a little and step back down. So. 
And then you had the one that fell asleep when you were trying to groom him, and you had to watch out that the entire horse didn't fall on you, but you know. (laughs) That when they fall asleep, they don't just, like, stay standing? They do, because Mm -hmm. when they spend most of their sleep standing, because their joints will, like, lock. Mm -hmm. But they do need to lay down to get, like, a deep sleep. Mm -hmm. But he would just get so relaxed, and we're tacking him up. Mm-hmm. So he didn't like his joints wouldn't lock or something, and he just boom down. That's so, me. <laughs> there was multiple times I loved this horse, and I'd be tacking him up, and we got into a system that worked. Of mm-hmm. you couldn't just groom him and then tack him up; you had to like alternate, mm-hmm. groom a little, put like the saddle on, groom a little, put his bridle on continue grooming because mm-hmm. otherwise yeah they you just see he'd start tipping and it was like get out of the way and he just hit the ground <laughs> and then it would wake him up and he'd stand up and he'd look at you like that wasn't me <laughs> little narcoleptic horse <laughs> he'd stand there and look at you like i didn't do it and he'd stand like perfectly still like i'm sorry he's like well that was embarrassing anyways yep. <laughs> So, um, what else? Oh, I thought the cinematography in this movie was absolutely beautiful. Yes, the soundtrack too is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I literally just hear like the opening song, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Um, also, I do kind of like that they changed it to instead of someone coming and warning them that after beauty was like hey this bridge ain't working someone comes up and like in the book warns them and and says hey bridge no worky but this time you know someone had to learn the lesson the hard way which i kind of dig i was kind of cool with it oh yeah they it was really good and just like john getting out of the water and he was like i am so sorry yeah (laughs) And Scar's like, oh my god, you saved him. And Beauty's like, well, wish I could have done more, but, you know. Yeah. It really upped the dramatics, which I thought was really good. And then it, had, yeah. it cut out the entire scene of, like, running for a doctor and stuff. Like, it was able to, like, mesh together a lot more things, which is perfect. I was cool with it. Yeah. They did take out a lot of, like, the talks of abuse with the other horses. Yeah. And it was like, that was fine, because... Sometimes it was much <laughs> in, like, the book. Yeah. And obviously they're making, like, a family movie, and it did pretty good getting on the abusive side anyhow. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, removing some of that didn't really do much. Speaking of the horse abuse, I need to know how they made these horses act during the fire or if they actually were freaking out these horses. Because I was stressed I honestly don't know about yeah. this one. Um, it's late enough that I feel like there would be like the laws with Hollywood animals. Yeah. So I'm assuming it probably was like a fake fire. Mm-hmm. And the horses obviously are decent actors mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, that it is very possible that it was just they were faking it. 
Mm-hmm. Hopefully they did not do anything, but I'm honestly not sure. I was stressed out because I was like, these horses are either very, very good at acting or they intentionally stressed out these horses in a movie about animal abuse. And yeah, what? <laughs> I feel like probably not just because they had the people in there, too. Yeah. If it was just the animals. I sadly could see Hollywood doing that. Yeah. But with the fact that there were people having to go in. Well, I'm trying to figure out. I know there was a fake. I, I'm sure the fire is fake. Like, I'm sure it's a fake yeah. fire. But I'm trying to figure out. It's like, did these horses get conditioned to, like, act nervous? Or were they actually panicking? You know what I mean? I know that the one that plays Beauty has been in a lot of movies. He's trained very well. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if he was just trained to act that way. Okay. Because they can act a lot like dogs of, you know, you get the dog like panting a lot and acting like it's nervous. And then pe- you see the behind the scenes and the people are like, oh, good boy. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I did good. So I'm assuming. But I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I feel the only, like the-, <laughs> the only horse movie I know for sure was War Horse. Mm-hmm. Because Spielberg stated that the entire movie, none of it is special effects except for like three 30 second scenes mm-hmm. where he was like, it would have hurt the horse if we did it real. So it was That's special fair. effects in those. But the rest of it, he did full on effects. So. Yeah, I was trying. Did they CGI <laughs> run down Black Beauty, or how did they do that? Like, do they find a dying horse and like bring him in? <laughs> like, I that would be my thought for this time period of maybe they just went to like a a slaughterhouse and found it, or it's just makeup. I don't know because that horse looked ragged, like very yeah. thin. Like, I mean, the nineties had CGI, right? Like. That would have been, yeah. you know, like they did um, Star Wars. But I'm trying to figure out. So I know that the director of this did also Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, so it's it's, it's definitely possible. Yeah, it's it's possible, but I'm like, it's either really good CG or decent CGI, or like they found the ragged, like raggediest horse ever, and we're like, bring him in. <laughs> it. I mean, either was possible for sure. Yeah, I don't know. They usually use about six different horses per movie, mm. like this. There's usually one that's the main horse, but then for certain things that they need it to do, they'll bring in a different one. That makes so sense. maybe they had like a scrawny one. Uh, it's hard to tell. I don't know. I'd have to like look into that honestly. Yeah. Hopefully, if they did grab a uh, scrawny one off, like, the slaughterhouse market, it got a good home after. Um, I do kind of like that Black Beauty has a sixth sense in this one. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. I think it's a fun little taste. A little niblet. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I do like that they made it so all of the horses survived the fire in this one instead of 
kill him. Like, they really stayed away from death except for Ginger's, which was yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, which I feel like that goes back to the try to make it a family-friendly movie, too. Yeah. Which is totally fine. You know, like, it definitely gets the point of don't abuse your horse across. Yeah. with so- not <laughs> Without killing every other horse in the movie. I know. And I think, too, like, especially for this time period, if you present a movie, like, exactly as an adaptation of this book to children, no kid is going to like it. No. So, they would hate it. Yeah. And it would not become a classic. So I'm very cool with them just being like, okay, if you want to get the sadder version, read the book. Right? <laughs> if you want to read all about the abuse... If you would like to see more of this kind of abuse, just look up a documentary. Yeah, right. We're making this a fun family film with happy ending. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Mostly happy endings. I do like the way the movies seem to be using Joe as a through line, though. Mm-hmm. Like, um, But yeah, so Joe keeps coming up. He kept going to horse auctions. Don't know why he's there, but whatever. It's fine. I do like that he was seen more. I think it ties this movie into like a nice little bow so i'm cool with it yeah i i feel like because it's likely that he was a groom like how in the book he was a groom for the ladies at the end mm-hmm. i'm assuming that he's probably like a head groom for some place and he's looking for horses for them and so he's going yeah. to auctions and checking things out because that i think is one thing that they usually would do Kind of thing. Like, in the beginning, we saw John go get beauty. Mm-hmm. But in the book, we know that the man who raised beauty and Squire were friends and actively fighting horse abuse together. Mm-hmm. But you did get to see that, like, the groom goes and gets the horses and takes care of them kind of thing. Yeah. Plus, I think, honestly, when you have an interest in something, you kind of just window shop a lot. Oh, yeah. You know? Like me in every bookstore just staring. Me following all kinds of horse sale pages and going, oh, I like that one. I want that one. I've been thinking about trying to get a project car at some point. So I just keep like scrolling Facebook and I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. And, and then um, my roommate sent me this like beautiful like old Corvette. And I'm like, stop sending me cars I can't afford. I love it so much. And the Pontiac um Firebird or Fiero, sorry. I'm like, oh God, it's so pretty. Oh, it's so bad. Me looking at vans on Facebook Marketplace. Yes. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. One of my friends just got a camper van because she's like <gasps> traveling the United States yeah. right now. And I'm like, how does it feel to live my dream? Right. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I have friends on Facebook that they're like, hey, by the way, we just moved to Wyoming. Like, they just up and were like, we're going to move out there. And they did it. And I was like. I love that. Wow. I, I really feel like that's the best way to do that kind of stuff. It's like ghosting goodbyes. Because then it's like everybody, even people you don't really want to see that much just start coming out of the roadwork and they're like before you leave we need to hang yeah. out and it like really slows down the process like for me i only moved an hour away and i had so many people being trying to reach out to me being like oh we should hang out before you go even knowing like damn well we never hung out when i yeah. lived in this town 
And then suddenly they're like, oh, let's hang out. And you're like, I need to pack my crap up. Like, I don't really want to hang out. You can come over while I'm packing. Yeah. And I'll pack and you chat. And that's about how we're doing this. I'm like, if you really want to hang out with me, you can come see me at my new place. It's not that far. I mean, I'll be in town once in a while. Invite me to things still and I'll try and make it. But I, I hate the whole, like really big production of leaving yeah yeah find it annoying but if you move to alaska alaska i have to know so okay (laughs) you know my therapist actually i was talking to her one day and she was like um our age right now she's like this is the perfect time to just be like i'm moving to a different state she's like even if you only go for like a year or two and just explore and I'm like, very true. She goes, this is the time. And I'm like, are you trying to convince us or something? Like, what's going on here? Hint, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> so. Yeah. If you go to Alaska, I definitely am going to book a trip to come visit you. Yeah. I keep We're at least going to visit there. I don't know, moving there fully, but like 100%. They do Alaskan cruises, which is honestly the best way to travel. Yeah, I know people who went on found some of those. So it's a lot cheaper. Like when you really add everything up, it is so much cheaper to do a cruise. Mm-hmm. Because people don't like really think about it. They look at the upfront cost. They're like, "Oh my god!" But it's you know, if when you factor in eating out or you know trying to cook, but you still end up eating out inevitably, renting a car, airfare. All that crap. Like, it's so much cheaper to go on a cruise. Yeah. We, um, when we'd go to Yellowstone, we would, the last time at least, we planned breakfast and lunch. We were buying stuff at the store and dinner was out. Mm-hmm. It's like, we'd already pre-planned that. Yeah. It's like, makes sense, you know, like, because then you get to try all the local things. Mm-hmm. But then for all our food throughout the day, because obviously buying at the grocery store is way cheaper. Yeah. So, that also helps save a ton. Yeah, we're going to go on this ski trip, and I'm probably just going to, like, meal prep like I usually do, and then just pack it all in a cooler and bring it, so then I don't really have to eat out much. Plus, you know, I'm just allergic to everything, so it's drastically easier for me just to eat what I can. Or when you get there, depending on how long it is, you might want to just wait to get there and then Mm -hmm. go to the store and do that. Yeah. Because depending on how long of a drive and whatnot, your stuff might not be good. <laughs> yeah, it's a 10-hour drive, I think. And we yeah. have, like, a lot of coolers. So I was thinking probably just dump A lot stuff. of your dry food would be fine. And yeah. stuff like unopened bottles. Mm-hmm. But, like, they you make... wouldn't want to bring a lot of meat or anything because that would be yeah. pushing it. They make, like, a mini fridge, cool like, travel cooler so yep. basically which i'm i'd really want to get but it's like um <laughs> you plug it into like the cigarette lighter of your car mm-hmm. and then it's just a mini fridge that like is That's run cool. by your car yeah right and then when you take it out it keeps itself cold uh like you can throw ice and stuff in it like a normal mm-hmm. cooler or it keeps itself cold for a while and then you can just plug it in whenever you get to where you're going yeah and i'm kind of obsessed with it That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> If I ever end up doing, like, 
actual weekending travel, that's probably what I'll do instead of like a normal mini fridge situation. Just because yeah. I like the idea of being able to like take it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, Black Beauty. <laughs> um, I do really like that in this one, Beauty recognizes Joe instead of just Joe recognizing Beauty. Yeah. Because animals do recognize people. Mm-hmm. Like, you see the videos of dogs seeing their owner after years, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, and they're losing their minds. Mm-hmm. It's like animals recognize us. Yeah. And it was made sense of. At first, he was like, oh, this is just another person. And then was like, wait a minute. I know this person. Mm-hmm. He's older, but I know this person. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Because it made me sad in the book when he's like, I don't really remember who this guy is, but okay. Yeah, first in the book, he was like, who is this? Yeah. Question mark. And then it was like, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, it's also seeing Beauty fall down while they were doing the, um, while he was like being abused. I was, it, it ruined me a little bit. It made me really sad. Right. The whole, like, last 20 minutes of this movie always makes me cry at one part or another. Mm-hmm. Either it's Ginger when, like, she's going by in the cart. Mm-hmm. Or him, like, falling down. Or when Joe starts crying. Yeah, that got me. That gets me every time. If I haven't already started crying, I think I texted you. I was like, man, I'm bawling right now. <laughs> Ugh. Such a good movie. Oh, I also love Jerry and his family again, and even in this book, like in the book in the movie, Jerry top tier. Braiding I love the scene where they're running. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna let him run in the field. Yeah, and Beauty steals the bread and is like, yes. I love running, so you gotta like, come with me. I'm gonna make you happy. <laughs> oh my God, that was so cute. The braiding was so cute too. The braiding was so cute. A kid. I love the little girl is like, they get the horse in there and he's scared. And she's like, I want to pet him. Yeah. The mom's like, ah. And Jerry's like, he's just scared. It's fine. And then you can see as he's getting used to it, he's just like, ah, uh, yes. The mom's he's like, sweating. I can like though. it here. I know. Yeah. She's like, um, don't know about this. The little girl's like dragging over a stool. She's like, um. I, I, I do like that they made it so that Jerry was not a favorite customer of the rental company and bought beauty that way. I like it that they kind of separated that out. I think it made Jerry seem like a better person too. Like he's already a great person, but it's made him seem even better. Yeah. And you could see like throughout just the little things he do throughout that you could tell he like really took pride in beauty and helped him like the little, like he's scared on his first day getting down and just like petting him. Mm -hmm. and like you're okay old boy like it's fine and so beauty's like oh okay and then beauty even stated at one point he's like it's hard on us but i have jerry so it's all gonna be okay it's like you just know right then where he's like i don't really care for this life but yeah this guy's good so I i can deal with it dude i was in town the other day and I saw a sign, you know, like normally you see like turtle crossing, deer crossing, yep. whatever. It said like horse, uh, like horseback crossing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was in the middle of town. I was like, what is this? What 
And then, yeah. like, I go up the street a little bit, and there's just, like, a lady randomly riding her horse, like, while, like, people are jogging on the sidewalk yeah. past her. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, because, you know, it's, like, the middle of, like, a bigger town. So you don't yeah. usually see that until you're, like, out in the countryside areas. Oh, like, yeah. Country for Florida. I've never been in the middle of town and just seen people, like, casually r- taking their horse out for a stroll. I was like, where did you come from? What are you doing? How how did you get here? You know, you see that a lot with um places that have horses in more in town. They'll have like mm-hmm. the signs up mm-hmm. because it's then it's like okay, I'm riding my horse along the street around here. You have the signs, then yeah, you're not good. I did well, really appreciate. I really appreciate that she was walking her horse in the grass next to the sidewalk, though, because I'm mm-hmm. sure it was better on his little feeties. Um, oh, yeah. and that brought me joy because I used to do that with my dog whenever mm-hmm. we'd go for walks is I'd always like move her towards uh, if we were doing we were on the, there was like a shell path so if we were on the shell path I always moved her into the grass which is yeah. also how she ended up running straight into a pond but <laughs> you know I know it's better for her feetsies to be on the grass than on the shell path and like when yeah. people walk their dogs on a shell path I'm like you're a monster like you're an actual monster yeah. It's also easier if horses have shoes. They can't, like, they're very slippery on pavement. Mm. I mean, it's slippery anyway, like, even without, but it's even worse with shoes because it's Mm -hmm. just straight metal against smooth surface. So they're more likely if they spook or anything, Mm -hmm. they're slipping. Um, That makes sense. They can usually walk fine. Like, you see them on parades. They'll kind of just, like, walk along. If they don't have the shoes, they have a little better grip. But, like... Can't go as far, probably. I don't know if the heat bothers them. Or not. Because their hoof, it's, like... Almost like your fingernail. But Mm -hmm. tougher. Mm -hmm. And, like, where they, like, nail in the shoe... Mm-hmm. it's like poking a little hole through like the white part of your nail mm-hmm. like you kind of like feel it but it doesn't hurt yeah so a lot of like that part of the hoof they don't really like there's not a lot of pain there like pain receptors yeah. obviously if the foot is messed up then it causes issues but i don't I know think about my just uneducated guess is probably that it's would grind down the nail just walking on it all the time so it like helps probably preserve it i don't know yeah that's why you see like wild horses never have a farrier mm-hmm. but it's because they're walking all day on rocks and whatnot and so it's constantly like like dog claws if they're an active dog you do less nail clipping than if they're not yeah um so, shoes can my- be helpful, but it's also, like, to each their own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a requirement, but it can help, for sure. Makes sense, makes sense. Oh. oh, I also, this is, like, the first time I really noticed, like, when they were in the, um, the 
field how much equipment goes into riding a horse like he's taking off like pounds and pounds of equipment he's like all right now you can run it's like five minutes are at least spent like just taking stuff off and i'm sure the harness yeah yeah i'm sure it takes way more time oh and then okay going back to doing the actual production of this movie the bearing rain like they i feel like they reused clips like from different angles just so they would ha- not have to use the- keep these horses in there. But I was still yeah. stressed out. I I feel like they probably used it, like, once just for, like, the clip where they're going uphill. Mm-hmm. If that. And then they were like, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're not making them use this. And then they get the rest it, of the day it, off. It's like, yeah, right? We're gonna make you do this for one seed, and then we're letting you go in the paddock for the rest of the day. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. We love you. We're sorry. <laughs> Because could you imagine being the director and you have to like film this scene in which you're telling people how terrible this is. And then you're like looking at the horse in the eyes as you're saying this. You could definitely see that like when it was like she was like put their heads higher in a couple places. Mm-hmm. They didn't have it on. Yeah. <laughs> their heads were like low. It was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, they totally have that on. Okay. <laughs> they do that thing you do when you're trying to get a dog to take a photo and you're like holding the treat up above the camera you're like look put your head higher i was like all you guys needed to do just bring over a halter and be like hi and they'd be like no don't put it on me <laughs> don't do it <laughs> i had the worst time i rode a pony and she was very small so it was easy if she put her head up i could still get the halter on her Mm-hmm. But then, like, the horse I was talking about, the big one that fell asleep, mm-hmm. the minute he put his head up, I was like, excuse me, come back down. And he'd do that. He'd put his head up and he'd look at you like, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> so you'd have to tempt him with treats. <laughs> Honestly, same. So I love the scene where Joe was learning how to catch the horses and he's trying to chase them mm-hmm. and they're running around. And I was just like, boy, No. <laughs> Yeah, Mary likes just like la 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 la. Uh, like, for one, they are prey animals. You start running after them, they're like, "Ooh, we're chasing!" Even if they're like, they know you're not gonna hurt them. They're like, "Oh, this is a game now. Yeah. We're going." And he's running after them, and they're all like, "Da da da, gotta get away!" <laughs> just having the greatest time. I was sitting there. I'm like, "Yep, been there, done that." I'd go into the paddock sometimes, and I'd like hold up the halter, and the horse would see me and be like peace and like take off the other way I'm like look i will walk across this and ping you in the corner i don't care but i just walk along slowly and they'd look at me and be like crap she's coming yeah so like what if you like turned around though what if you didn't come over here actually you can get them pretty well because they're curious too mm-hmm. if you were to just like start doing random stuff they'd be like what are they doing and they're like, huh, wait a minute. So the giant cats. Is a good option. Giant yeah. cats. <laughs> they're like, huh? What? What is this? They do so, a lot of head tilting, which kind of gets to me. I think it's super cute. I tell everybody, they're like, I don't know about horses. I'm like, do you like dogs? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, they're big dogs. They're big dogs with clunky feet. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's all you s- need to know. I've never, like, spent time around a horse, but, like, I think they look cool, so, you know. But I'm also a person that loves basically any animal. Like, yeah. 
If an animal was dropped at my door, it doesn't matter what it is. I will either take care of it or myself or find someone to take care of it. Like a snake. If someone dropped off a snake in a little shelter. I will find someone to happily take care of that. <laughs> I am not a big snake girl, but I yeah. also don't like the idea of any animal not having a good life. So Exactly. There was one horse at this barn. My dad, if he stood near the fence, it would come over. It'd wrap its head around dad and pull him back to him. To give them a hug. Aww. <laughs> so so they're just like big puppies. They're so great. I always tell people, I'm like, you'd, you'd love horses. Like, they're great. Yes, they're a little intimidating because they're big, but mm-hmm. you get a good horse and it's like, your life's changed. <laughs> You're never going back. Dude, horses are so muscular. Like, watching Black Beauty run at some points, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are looking beefy. It's it's funny because they are like such muscular animals. They're so fast and whatnot, but their legs are like glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love how evolution just overlooked your legs completely. Yes. Just, pothole. Oh, yeah. Pothole. Oh, well, now your entire leg is shattered. Good job. Yeah, I'd be like, if I had a horse, I'd be walking that field and going through and, like, putting sandbags in any holes. <laughs> like, alright, you stay over there for a little bit. Hold on. It'd probably be following you, like, what you doing? You'd pour What's the happening? sand in and it would, like, roll in it and be like, whoa, look at this. <laughs> Mood. Big vibe. Um. Oh, I still don't understand why Jerry didn't take beauty to the country i will never understand that i i know i feel like it could have been easily done so don't get it yeah and like in the book it talks that he gets a job and they have a cottage and they're on like a farm like why wouldn't you be like hey why don't you just bring your horse yeah especially in the movie it's just one horse like in the book it was two Mm -hmm. but like in the movie it's one horse like yeah if you're working on a farm, he can help you. You now have a horse to bring you to town. Like, I mean, you already own the horse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get like, it. Sell your cab and get like a little wagon instead or something. Yeah. A light cart. It just, it, that def- definitely did not make sense to me. Because I was like, even if you can't use him, your son can use him. Your daughter couldn't use him. Yeah. Teach them how to drive a cart and now they can help out whoever you're living with. Mm-hmm. Get around. <laughs> like, well, I think he's also supposed to be like a private driver. So I really don't get it even more so, you know? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? You're going to be a driver for someone in the country. So Especially it's if like, like, this horse is really, really good really well-mannered, and their horse is, you know, not as well-mannered, they could sell the other horse. Yeah. The only thing I could think of, but it doesn't make any sense, is if they were leaving the country and going to a different country, because they're in mm-hmm. England. Yeah. So you have to go across the water, and it's easier nowadays, but then it would be so expensive. Yeah. That like, I would understand, but they didn't specify that. No, they're like, they're just going to go live with these people in the country. And it's like, so take him? 
Yeah. Like it, it's a plot hole that if it was a modern book, it would have been fixed. However, has not been I, fixed. I get that like it had to go for like getting back to Joe and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I would have been okay with him living with Jerry and that family for the rest of his life. You know, Me too. even if all the worst abuse came first and then he found Jerry. Yeah. Right. Like that would have been adorable. I would be okay with that. Jerry mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we love Jerry. We love the family. They are adorable. Like clearly they love the horse. Mm-hmm. They could have just fixed it with a throwaway line of they're moving to a different country to live on the countryside. You know, they could have very easily fixed that to live outside of the city, but in like France or something. Yeah. Like Squire Gordon, they had to sell everything because they had to move to a warmer country. Mm -hmm. So they're like, that is why they are selling everything and leaving because she needed to go somewhere warmer for her health and England's not that. <laughs> She's living it up in Florida's beaches right now. Right? <laughs> so, it's like... I also like the two different, like, lung issues. Because she had to go somewhere warmer and different. Mm-hmm. And he had to go to the country. <laughs> I like, it's good to see that. Because most yeah. people will be like... Oh, you have lung problems. Go to like up here. It'll be like go to Florida, mm-hmm. and I know people who went to Florida because they had lung issues, and it made it worse. <laughs> well, you're supposed to. My understanding is you're supposed to go to back. dry heat. I thought, like Arizona. It depends on what is going on with your lungs too. Oh, okay. That's why a lot of people go to Florida because it's humid. If you need something, if you have like, you need more moisture in your lungs, mm-hmm. you go somewhere humid, like a rainforesty, tropical area. That makes sense. And then some are go to something drier. I do feel like people end up trying to like go beachside too much. But the problem is we also have red tide here. So if you have any sort of lung problems, if you're anywhere like within 10 miles of a beach during the red tide season, like it's going to make it worse. So maybe live in the middle of Florida, like (laughs) outside of Orlando or something. Yeah. I just don't know what people's obsession with living right next to the beach is. I honestly couldn't tell you either. I people love the are beach. obsessed with going to the coast. They're like, I need a beachside house. And I'm like, okay. Don't get me wrong. I love living near the beach. But it's annoying that I can't find property for myself in like the area I grew up in. Like, Right now, I'm over an hour away from where I grew up, and it's fine, but I would love to be able to, like, move back to where I'm from, because I really like that area of town. Yeah. So, like, stop moving there, please, because I need to buy a house. <laughs> it's just, like, everyone... I mean, I don't mind the beach. I'm more of, like, a lake person. I do like Freshwater lakes. and, like, foresty person. Mm-hmm. But like I see it's so funny to me when people are like I need to move to the beach and then they move to the beach and then they don't want to deal with the cold weather that comes with living on the ocean mm-hmm. and they don't like the wind and they don't like how stormy it gets on the ocean and I'm like yeah. or when they get mad about sand yes it's like, no matter what you're gonna track sand in your house it's just what it do 
Yeah. It's an inevitability. So just like make it part of your vibe or get right? a Roomba, you know? Like I've been to people's houses where they're like, yeah, it's sand. Like I'd be like, I need to scrape, wipe off my feet. Like, is that okay? And they're like, it's sand, whatever. We live on the beach. Like, yeah, we wouldn't be surprised if our floor was sand. Like, it's fine. And then I've seen other people where they live on the beach and they're constantly sweeping it out. Like, my guy. Yeah. It's part of the vibe at this point. Just accept it. Right? But. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all I have about this movie. Any final thoughts? It is a great movie. It is a very good movie. <laughs> It is the best adaptation I that I've seen. I've seen a lot of them mm-hmm. of this book. So if you're looking for a good adaptation, go for this one. Yeah, don't watch the '70s version. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, it's, it's a great movie on its own, anyway. Yeah. Like regardless of being an adaptation or not, like mm-hmm. stellar. Yeah, I, I think it. you'd watch this without reading the book and still have a lot of sympathy. Which oh, yeah. Is all that really matters. It, it nailed the key parts of the book, mm-hmm. for sure. So good. Highly recommend. Please watch it. It's like yes. $3 on Amazon. Um, if it says Amazon Prime Video, it's the wrong movie. Don't watch it. Or rent it on YouTube for $2.99, $3. You know, that's what I did. Yeah. Then you'll know you'll get the right one. Yes, you'll see the right cover and everything. <laughs> Amazon or Amazon does you dirty. Watch YouTube. There goes my Amazon partnership. Oh no. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> the horror. <sighs> YouTube sponsor this. Thank you. YouTube, you're the real MVP out there. It's really it's all good. But that is all I have. Thank you, Nova, so much for joining me. Of course. As Working always. The- yeah, of course. <laughs> I know you're like a, like almost a co-host, basically. Uh, okay. Funny story. I was telling my therapist about it, mm-hmm. and I've told her a few times that I've been recording with you. And she at one point goes, "Are the two of you doing this together, or like is it hers?" I'm like, "It's hers." She goes, "Oh, okay." She's like, "You talk about it so much. I thought you were a co-host." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> you're like my go-to. Ah, yeah. My right-hand person. Exactly. I'm always here. I got you. When we do have our co-host podcast, uh, we will tell you all about that, though. Yes, it is coming. uh, Soon. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Yeah, but that'll be soon when my life feels like it's not falling apart. What a mood. (laughs) It'll be coming. It'll be good. It'll be great. I love it. Yes. Okay. But thank you. Where can all? Well, I mean, I feel like again, I'll still do it just in case there's new people who've never heard the podcast before. But where can the people of the internet find you and your stuff, Nova? You can pretty much find me anywhere at Novasaurus Rex with two X's. I still haven't updated my link tree. It's fine. <laughs> That's on my to do list. It'll get there eventually. Maybe. Who knows? Vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a book coming out, so like, pre-order I that. I do. Or order it if it, I don't know how, when this. Is I gotta out. set up the pre-order. It's fine. <laughs> I think Next you have... week. <laughs> I have a week. Oh my god! Wait, it's a fine. week until it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
I'm nailing it. It's fine. By the time this book comes up, by the time the book is out, this episode will be already out. So, like, yes, read it. Love it. Give it little kisses. Actually have stuff up on it. It's fine. Are you doing another signed copy thing on Etsy? Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to put there that it's not going to be in time for the release date. It'll probably be a little bit after. That's fine. Unless Barnes and Noble sends it in like two days, it's likely not happening. I'm going to get a really, uh, I'm going to get a a side copy on your Etsy because I like having signed copies. Yes. And then when you're famous, I can brag to all of my friends um, and be like, yeah, I have a signed copy. Bitch. You should just be like, that's my best friend. Bitch. Bitch. Awesome. <laughs> I do have that. Like, I, your book is like on my cart over here. So that. Ah, yeah. Whenever someone's like, oh, yeah, do you have any writing friends? I can just go. Oh, that's <laughs> this <shot."> one. Yeah, <laughs> this one. Anyways. Oh, you need to get a book out so I can do the same to you. Come on. Okay, like, okay, chop, chop. Let's get okay. going. Maybe I should just like publish my, publish my anthology and then it gets over the fear of being a published author. You know? I can just. It- it definitely, once you've done it once, like, now I'm, like, like, I'm just procrastinating at this point, getting everything taken care of. I'm, like, eh, I've done it once, it's fine. And I'm, like, you're going to make it hell for yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. But, you know, all those, like, first-time jitters are gone. Yeah. So, it definitely helps. Once you get one out, it's, like, oh. Oh, this is fine. No. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes, do it. Ask me again do in it. January, okay? Okay, <laughs> I will. Okay, beautiful. Excellent. Thanks. Um, but thank you all the listeners, and we will catch you in the next chapter. Bye! Bye!